BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right. Sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Monday, Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. More phone calls as we always do. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Wild baseball Sunday. The playoffs are set. 106 wins, the most ever by a team not to win a division in the divisional era or a pennant prior to the divisional era. The 2021 Dodgers, 106 and 56. The 1942 Dodgers won 104 games. So that's even more impressive because you had 154 games that you played, not 162, and there was no wild card. But that's company that uh, is impressive, but not company you want to keep because uh, the uh, 09 Cubs, the 1993 Giants, the 1954 Yankees, 
those are the teams on the list, but nobody has been better than the Dodgers and not win a pennant, 106-56. and 56. Welcome to the show. Already in progress, Carson Palmer, former NFL quarterback, has been great recapping the NFL weeks. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. We say good morning to our radio affiliates, numbering nearly 400 cities, including Madison, Wisconsin. That's the Big 1070 AM. Been big supporters of our program for a long time. Chico, California, KPAY 1290 AM. Radford, Virginia, 710 WFNR AM. Thank you for your support on this program. McLovin, the poll question for the final hour is what? I, I switch it up to which week one loser were we most wrong about? I think it might be an obvious answer, but my choices are the Bills, who lost the Steelers, the Packers, who got blown out by the Saints, or the Ravens, who lost a tough one to the Raiders. No, it's the Bills. I thought it was the Packers, because remember how crazy overreacted we were to the Saints? Well, loss? okay, the reason why people overreacted is because Green Bay gets clicks. I mean... Let me let you in on a little secret here. Win or lose, you talk about the Cowboys. Win or lose, you talk about the Packers. There's analytics that back this up. That's why all of these shows, even when the Cowboys weren't any good, the Cowboys were always talked about, right? When they struggle, they're interesting. When they're good, they're interesting. When when Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing well that first week, oh, he doesn't care. Off season, he's in Hawaii. He's got a new girlfriend. He doesn't care. Oh, he came in nonchalant. He doesn't care. And then all of a sudden, they beat San Francisco. Nobody said anything about this, right? Does he still not care? I get it can't change from week to week. I had somebody say to me while they're watching the Steeler game, "Oh, look at Rodgers. He's you know nonchalant. He doesn't care." He's laughing with other, you know, with the steel. I'm going, really? That seems to me like a guy who is giving a master class. Like, hey, he's winking at Mike Tomlin. I think Rodgers, this is who he is. Uh, but nobody's going to talk about it because they're winning. But when they start to lose and they got a tough road schedule coming up, then we're going to get the, yeah, he doesn't care. Where's your Michael Finley, by the way? Jermichael Finley trying to make a name for himself in this business, and you're going to say things and talk about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, where are you today? Like, what's the issue today? I just want to know. So Aaron Rodgers, not a leader. Has he been a leader the last two weeks? I don't know. But that's how this works in this business. All else fails. There's a couple of teams you always talk about because these are the biggest franchises. These are the biggest fan bases. That's why you do it. Now, if Tampa lost last night, that's a big deal. You know, oh, back-to-back losses. Maybe Brady's starting to show his age. Didn't throw a touchdown. Oh, Belichick figured him out. Well, you know, maybe it's Belichick who's the genius. Like, this is how this works. It's silly, but this is how this works. Baker Mayfield, Browns won, but Baker Mayfield, is he a big-time quarterback? Now, if they lost, then that's different. If they lost... People would be talking about Cleveland Browns in the offense. I think Baker Mayfield's hurt. Um, He didn't look good yesterday. They struggled beating the Vikings. But that defense is good. That defense is going to keep you in games. But, But that's how it works in this business. And at the mothership, when we would have the rundown for SportsCenter, there were certain items that you had to do every single day. If the Yankees and Red Sox played, that took over SportsCenter. 
Duke in basketball against North Carolina took over SportsCenter. Now, granted, those were big matchups, but it dwarfed. Nobody's talking about the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays could win the World Series, and there would be less talk about the Rays than there were the teams that didn't win. It'd be about the Dodgers and the Yankees. Tampa has no stars, no drama, and really no fan base. I mean, this isn't personal. I'm just telling you this is true. This is how this works in this business. You want to play the hits. It's it's not like album rock where you'd have a deep cut. It's, you know, this is uh, this is pop music. This is top 40. Like you, When the Toronto Raptors won the NBA title, what was the story? Not the Raptors winning the title. Is Kawhi going to stay? What happened to the Lakers? What happened? You know, I mean, this is how it works. So when you, we cover stories, nobody tells us what to cover. But that's because I say to the Danettes, I, I, this is what I want to cover. Right? My lead today was fourth and three. Not a, not a hug or a handshake. And more people are going to talk about a hug or a handshake. Now, granted, they can do their show. I have a hard enough time programming mine. But when people say, hey, you're not talking about, or why are you talking about, I, I have no one who tells me. When I left ESPN, no one tells me what to cover, how to cover it, who to have on, who not to have on. No one. And my lead today was fourth and three. Belichick did not go for it. He was asked last night after the game. He was asked once again this morning, and he had basically the same answer. Just on the decision to kick the 56-yarder, how, how much was there any thought that even if Nick makes that, that do we want to give the ball back to the offense? Like when you're making that decision, is that even part of the consideration or is it simply the kick, the kick itself? You know, can he make, is this the distance we want to go from here? Yeah, it really wasn't much of a decision there. You know, we converted two third downs in the game. Nick, Nick had kicked well. No, that wasn't any consideration. Okay. I mean, I don't think Bill would admit, you know, on second thought, I got Nick Folk, 56-yarder, in the rain, uh, maybe not 100%. He doesn't want to say, I don't want to give the ball back to Tom Brady or that possibility if we go for it on fourth down. Like, to me, I, I was shocked. But in the moment, I'm shocked. Before the result. Because I would have gone for it. If Brady was his quarterback, he would have gone for it. And he had Mac Jones, who played well. If you've completed 19 of your last 21, I feel like, you know, you're in a good rhythm here. And you got to get three yards to keep the clock moving. So I don't, because if they make that field goal, Tom gets the ball back with 55 seconds to go and two timeouts. How do you feel about that, coach? Would you bet on a 56 yarder from a quarter, uh, a kicker who, according to Peter King, his plant leg was not 100%? Or. Tom Brady, 55 seconds to go and two timeouts. I'd feel, I don't like either scenario if I'm the Patriots. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Paul. And Brady had just flown down the field about 90 yards on the last series. Yeah. He had those 40-yard pass, a 26-yard pass, and he hit Brown in the end zone on a beautiful pass that he dropped. He had cruised down the field with no timeouts. Well. I thought it was a great moment. I thought, God, he's going to let Mac Jones go for this. This is awesome. In front of Tom Brady. 
Now, part of it is I, I thought the Patriots were going to win the game. And I thought, don't let Brady get – the last thing I wanted is they kick a field goal, and then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this right. And then Brady leads him down, and you know they kick a field goal. I, I never want the ball in Brady's hands with the game on the line. And they were going to do that, if, even if he made that field goal. By the way, the Cardinals came into their game 3-0 and against the Rams, but those wins came against Tennessee, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. So-so in comparison to, you know, the Rams. But the Cardinals had scored 38, 34, and 31 in their first three games. They came in as a five-point underdog. And as I said on Friday, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game. I didn't expect them to blow out the Rams. Um, week five is going to tell us a lot. The Rams play at Seattle. That's Thursday night. San Francisco lost at home to the Seahawks. San Francisco plays at Arizona. And get ready for Trey Lance. You know, you're already, you got some really signature games, statement games in the NFC West here. And what the Cardinals did yesterday, I'm going to give them a lot of credit. I get a little concerned, just like I did last year, where I thought, okay, Cardinals, I think they started out like five and two. But uh, I was surprised with the Rams. I thought there'd be a letdown, and having seen the Cardinals play with Kyler Murray, I thought, okay, they can keep this close with them. I didn't think they were going to blow them out. Yeah, McClub. It just strikes me how many former pro bowlers they have. I mean, they, and they have current pro bowlers. They might have like seven, eight, nine, 10 pro bowlers on that team. By the way, Bruce Arians, the Buccaneers head coach was uh, not thrilled with the hype leading up to the Buccaneers and the Patriots. I think it's very, very special for him. Well, he kept it inside all week. You know, he's probably letting it out right now. It was a big week for him, but it was a, it was a bigger week for the team. I was very, very frustrated with everybody saying this was a quarterback and a coach. This is a team sport. The Bucks won this game, all right? And we beat the Patriots. All right? We could lose in sight that this is a team game. Everybody wanted to make this all up about Brady and Belichick. I don't think Bill played a snap. He had 22 guys out there playing their ass off, and I knew they would. And we had 22 guys out there playing their asses off. All righty. Thank you, Coach. Uh, a couple of phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Brandy in Iowa is back. Hey, Brandy, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Happy Monday. Hey, Brandy. Hey, best. Uh, going a little off to football. My best was yesterday's match between Man City and Liverpool. To watch the skill level and the skill players for both of those and to have it end in a tie. In the U.S., when football ties, we get all irate about it, but that match was fantastic. So that's my best. Uh, my worst is a little retroactive uh, for my shot that I took at Polly regarding the Bears and Lions. Uh, so my worst was, again, my son's Lions taking a beating again. So I'd like to offer up a retroactive uh, option to Polly to either a shower of shame uh, or, since we're I'm in Iowa and we're right towards the end of the season, shipping a couple dozen of uh, Iowa fresh sweet corn out to you guys for Meat Friday. Mm, Polly, um, does he get a pie to the face, or do you want some uh, sweet corn sent our way? You know, I'm, I'm going to go with both. Yeah, send the <laughs> corn out, but then let your son hit you with the pie and film that. Yeah, what do you think, Brandy? I can do that. Okay. We'll take care of that. And uh, fortunately, he works during most Sundays, so he doesn't have to watch his Lions play. <laughs> he can just watch the good parts. All right. Well, we'll take care of that. Thank you, Brandy. We'll wait for the uh, sweet corn for a meat Friday. By the way, watching the Cowboys, Sam Darnold passed for two, rushed for two more, 
Sam Darnold has five rushing touchdowns on the season. The first quarterback in history with five rushing touchdowns through the first four games. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Should he be running that much? You know, that's one of those, hey, look at these stats. He's running. Wow. I don't know if I want Sam Darnold running. Uh, Trayvon Diggs picked off two passes of Sam Darnold's first player in Cowboys history with at least one interception through the first four games of a season. When you have a, a defensive back who is so good, you normally don't see him on TV because nothing is happening in his direction. This would happen with uh, Deion Sanders. I mean, Deion, uh, Darrell Rivas, a great cornerback, is not going to be on TV because they're not going in his direction. They're still going uh, in Trayvon Diggs' direction. But I don't think they're going to keep, keep going that way. They were going after Richard Sherman last night. The Patriots were. Mac Jones was picking on Richard Sherman. If you want to know what a player looks like who just joined a team on Wednesday, Richard Sherman looked like that guy who just joined a team on Wednesday. They needed him. That's another thing. This is what drives me crazy. I have I got a depleted secondary. All right. I got Richard Sherman. Cromarty has a concussion. Or Winfield uh, has a concussion. Why don't I go forward on fourth and three? I'm not worried about your defensive backs. Like all of the reasons to go for it. And the reason not to go for it is because Nick Folk is going to kick a 56 yarder. Even if he makes it, Tom gets the ball back. It just doesn't make any sense. Yes, Todd. And the aggressive calling of uh, pass interference, you got that extra thing hanging around beyond running a good play and just picking up three yards. There's also a decent chance someone's going to get held or get called for pass interference. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Nolan in North Carolina. Hey, Nolan, then we'll take a break. <clears throat> hey, guys. Hey. Uh, 58155. Um, so best and worst of the weekend. Um, best uh, was getting to fly up to New York to see my dad for his birthday. I took him to a Bills game, and then afterwards we got to go to Barbell Tavern for some wings, best wings mm. on planet Earth. Uh, worst of the weekend, I have two. First is Zach Brown canceling a show on Saturday because he got the vid. And the other worst is having to stop at just about every uh, rest area on the way home on I-90 um, to unleash absolute fury. Okay. All oh, the wings. Yeah. <laughs> to unleash absolute fury. I saw them once at Bonnaroo. I did. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, absolute fury. Bonnaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. <laughs> to, to unleash absolute fury. And those rest stop bathrooms are oh, not uh, polite. That's not good. 58155. Absolute fury. Yeah. <laughs> Does sound like a good punk rock band. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> Carson Palmer will join us coming up next here. You ever been at one of those rest stops? You see some like 50-year-old dad running from his car, holding his side? It's when the guy comes out, you know, where he's got his belt, you know, and he's... You know, he's exhaling and like, yeah, like I really accomplished something there. There are a few things more instantly recognizable yes. than the speed walk to the bathroom. <laughs> you guys yeah. must have a hidden camera on me or something on my trips.
No, you kind of casually just stroll over. There's not really a lot of rush to you. Yeah, you disappear. I go, where's Todd? And then I inevitably get, uh, you know where he is. You don't satellite pitter, office. You don't hear the pitter-patter <laughs> yeah. of the uh, squeaky, uh, squeaky yeah. shoes? Todd has his satellite office. Yes, Paul. But Todd kind of looks like one of those Olympic speed walkers where he's technically out running, but his little arms are going back and forth, <laughs> his head is down. Todd said, can you put a TV in the bathroom? I said, yes. He goes, just so I can, you know, I, I know what's going on in the show if I have to go. You never know when it's going to be breaking news or yeah, something. Yeah, but the thing is, it's always one on uh, Real Housewives. It it's is. never on the show. But I do have my phone <laughs> with me, so you could always text me too. Let's take a break here. 18 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. 
So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? And not a website, but a person, an actual person in your community. That would also do it for free. There is that scenario. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge you. Everything is free. No fee for you to find a job. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. Wide range of opportunities, variety of industries, welding, sales, forklift operator, customer service, The team at Express is ready to help you or somebody you know find their next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or maybe a full-time role, a new one, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call or one application with Express Employment will put you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go into your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com. ExpressPros.com. Carson Palmer back with us. All right, fourth and three. You got Mac Jones playing well. You got 37-yard line. You got a defensive secondary that's depleted. Why didn't Bill Belichick go for it with Mac Jones? Well, I just think Belichick's used to having great kickers, and he has a ton of confidence in his kicker. You go back from Steven Guskowski, you go back to Vinatieri, um, he, he had a lot of confidence. I know it's rainy. There was no wind, um, but that was a game winner. And and he went for it just simply because he's got a lot of confidence in his special teams crew. Yeah, but I'm going to give Brady the ball, even though he's down with 55 seconds to go in two timeouts. I don't want Brady having the ball where he can go down. You know, he's got to go 35, maybe 40 yards to win the game. Yeah, but the way that that game was going defensively, he was frustrating Brady all game long. Defensively, they were they were bringing a lot of different pressures, giving him a lot of different looks. I just felt, you know, watching that and seeing that des- decision unfold, he felt like he was going to kick the game winner and then kick the ball off and stop Brady on defense, which would have been a pretty Belichickian thing to do. If Brady is Belichick's quarterback last night, is he going forward on fourth and three? I don't think so. I, I think okay. when you when you watch Belichick and you just the history of what he's done, he sticks by his guns. He does what he does. He confuses he confuses the opposing quarterback. He brings a lot of different pressures. He plays great defense. He wins games with special teams. And unfortunately, it didn't happen last night with the special teams kick at the end that they missed. Okay, what is it like going against Belichick? Really frustrating. You know, I, I unfortunately two different times in my career had to open up. in in a season opener against him, which typically when you play against Belichick, you love to have three, four, five, six, seven game weeks of film to watch preparing. Unfortunately, two different times, I'm I'm 0 for 2 in in an opener against Belichick just because you don't know what to watch. You know, you you can watch all the preseason film you want. There's nothing you can really pick up from that. You can watch the prior season's film and the playoff games that he, he most likely played in the year before and get somewhat of a feel for what he does defensively, but in openers, he's really, really difficult. And for Brady, obviously, it was really difficult last night. It was a frustrating game for Brady. Obviously, there's a lot of hoopla around the return. But he he frustrated Brady. He brought a lot of different pressures. 
and he showed a ton of different looks and played a bunch of different coverages. And Brady never really, as you watch the game go on, never really felt very comfortable and confident in what he was seeing pre-snap and then post-snap. How is it possible Brady's going to see something he's never seen before in playing over 20 years at that position? I don't think there there is anything he's never seen before, but consistently he never saw the same coverage. He saw a lot of different looks pre-snap and then a lot of different looks that turned out to be different coverages post-snap. So it wasn't anything new or some new defense that Belichick made up. He just consistently kept him unnerved. He brought a lot of different five-man pressures. I mean, you, you looked at, at what Tampa does and Tampa likes to spread you out and get in five man protections and have five receivers run the routes. And Belichick consistently gave him looks where there was possibly six guys coming, but they never really made Brady throw hot very often. They consistently brought five man pressures, which got defensive linemen in one-on-one situations with their offensive linemen. And you know, that that's what's frustrated Brady throughout his career. You go back to the Super Bowl losses, uh, against the New York Giants and and um, the games that Brady really struggled with were pressures and, and defensive blitzes. And, and that's what you saw all night long in, in New England last night. You on the Cardinals bandwagon? I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, uh, we're 4-0 right now. I think we have the most exciting team in the NFL to watch. Oui. I think we have the oui. most. Yeah. Oh, I'm allowed to say we, 100%. I've earned that right. So I can well, say Well, wait, we. are you saying the Bengals are we? Are the Raiders a we yeah. for you? Just the Cardinals are we? I'm a Cardinal. Uh, that's where I finished my career. That's what my kids, those are the jerseys my kids wear on Sunday. So I'm a Cardinal fan. Okay. All right. So what makes you, uh, any issues with the Cardinals? Um. You know, I would say offensive line could be an issue, but but Kyler Murray is that dynamic where he doesn't need five pro bowlers blocking for him. I, I think right now he's the MVP of the league. If he can keep up what he's doing, I think he's the most valuable player in the league. Defensively, we can stop the run. You got Chandler Jones, you got Isaiah, you got a not a lot of speed pass rushers, you got some power pass rushers. So I just like the complete package that, that we, the Cardinals, have right now. We're talking to Carson Palmer, former NFL quarterback. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, it didn't look pretty. How much of this is on Ben, though, Carson, and how much of this is directed, redirected to the offensive line or play calling or whatever it might be? It's all of it. I mean, it's all of it. They're they're not the offensive line they were four or five years ago when they had Villanueva and just the pro bowlers they had um, stacked up up front and the first-round picks they had stacked up. So, you know, part of it's that, but a lot of it too has been, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to watch right now. You're seeing a quarterback that can't quite create the same velocity with, with each throw. Some throws are beautiful. You saw the over the shoulder go throw he threw it. That was a nice long completion, but you know, consistently you saw it at the end of, you know, I felt it at the end of my career. You saw it at the end of Peyton's career. You saw it at the end of Drew Brees' career. Balls are starting to really kind of fade off at the end and die. Um, there's not a ton of velocity and, and a lot of zip on the throws. So as this season goes on, and, and again, I mean, it's we're going into 17 games now. Ben's used to playing 16 games or 13, 14, 15 games with with some of the injuries he's had over the last handful of years. But going 17 games with without that offensive line that he's used to having, without that massive run game that he's had throughout his career, and he doesn't have all the weapons. I mean, Claypool's a nice threat on the outside, but he doesn't have the Antonio Browns and the Santonio Holmes and the Antoine Randall Ls and Hines and all these great players you can think back through Ben's career. 
he's not playing with the same weaponry he has in the past. And then you throw out that Watt, one of the best defensive linemen, best defensive players in the NFL, has got the groin injury. So, I mean, seeing Ben, you know, at this point in, in stage in his career and with the lack of weapons he has on offense and defense, it's looking like a long year for the Steelers. What's the first thing to go on a quarterback? Um, you know, it just, it just depends. When you look at Ben, it's, it's the transfer of weight into every throw. Um, it's like I said earlier, it's that velocity. He does not have that same velocity when he needs to rip a dig in over the middle. That's a, you know, a ball that needs to carry 30 to, you know, 20 to 30 yards when he's throwing a comeback from the left hash to the right sideline, that, that ball has to carry 30 yards in the air. You're just not seeing the ball get there as quickly and, and as rapidly. And when that ball hangs in the air, these DBs are so fast and so explosive and, and close cushion and close coverage so fast that when you start getting to 36, 37, 38 years old and the ball's hanging in the air, that's a bad recipe. But Brady still has that arm strength, right? And, and Rogers still has that arm strength. Uh, and that's rare at, cause it feels like, you know, you mentioned you, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, now Ben. You know, you have only so many throws in those arms, those shoulders, and especially if you have surgery. But is this – how much of this is core and body strength? Because Brady is really big on that core with that torque to be able to deliver the ball. And as he said, hey, I'm not losing anything off my fastball. Oh, a ton of it's core and a ton of it is lower body. I mean, that that's your foundation, and that is where the ball – going into a throwing motion all starts it's from that back hip it's transferring the weight and it absolutely blows my mind watching brady throw the ball at 44 i mean the ball still has velocity on it it still has zip there's a couple times last night you saw him moving within the pocket because you lose the arm and you lose the velocity but you also lose that bounce in your step and that explosion when you get to the top of the drop and you need to shift and slide into the middle or the soft spot of the pocket and you saw that a little bit with Peyton. You're seeing it with Ben. You're not seeing it with Brady. He still has that pop. He took off and ran for a, a first down on third and seven last night, and he looked like he was 28. I, I just don't get it. It boggles my mind. But as far as the bounce and the pop and the pep in his step, he's got it. As far as velocity and the ball not tailing off at the end and the ball not being affected by different wind directions, Brady's not losing that. He still has that. And when he talks about playing till 50, maybe he's right. Maybe he does. What is it like? I, I don't know if you felt this way, but you, you go out there and you're, you're not excited to be out there as the starting quarterback, that you just, you're not having fun or you don't feel well. Like, have you had that? Did you have that feeling where this is my job, but I don't, I don't want to go out here? I haven't felt that, and, and I haven't played with many guys that have felt that, or at least I haven't played with many guys that I sensed were feeling that. What I, what I have played with and what I have seen is, especially in running backs, when you don't quite have the juice to get you through a hole or get you through a seam on third and three that you used to be able to get to and you don't quite have that pop or that pep in your step to explode through the line of scrimmage, I've seen that happen to guys, and um, it's deflating. It, it's, it wrecks your confidence. It wrecks your morale. You maybe don't quite have the same love for the game because it's so much more difficult, or you, you know that you physically can't do what you used to be able to do. Um, so I've definitely seen that. But as far as, as guys just not wanting to play and not loving the game anymore, 
you know, after you get to seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years in the league, the only reason you got to that point is because you have that love and that fire will always burn. But, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't seen that. And, and if you have, let me know with, with certain guys, but I've seen that lack of explosion, that lack of athletic ability. I mean, you see it in running backs kind of at that 31, 32, 33 years old age where guys start losing that explosiveness. Well, there's, there's defensive backs who don't want to tackle sometimes. And, and there's running backs who are just tired of getting pounded. Instead of going inside, they want to dance outside. I, I remember watching defensive backs, you know, we, we've seen with running backs, Jerome Bettis talks about it. He said, I knew there were defensive backs that just didn't want to tackle me. That it was just, they knew it was going to hurt. And, uh, but, but they knew they, they had to give the impression. So they do the arm tackle or go, you know. Uh, so I, I could imagine that. You, you'd see somebody come through the line and you're just going, oh, this is going to hurt. Oh, I, I, would, uh, I would always put myself in situations like, what would happen? I would just mentally see, like, I used to play against Jerome Bettis, and I've actually stood on the other sideline in warm-ups and watched him, and I've sat there and mentally thought, what would I do if I was standing in the B-gap and the bus was coming downhill and he had two arms on the ball and I saw the, the 36 on his forehead get low, what would I do? Would I be able to keep my eyes open and at least try to get in his way or at least be a speed bump in his way? So I, I've definitely, I, I, uh, you know, I, I can understand that feeling for corners, especially when you're a corner and you're 160 pounds or 185 pounds and you got 240 coming at you and it runs 4-2. That's a problem. I mentioned this earlier in the show that having that cornerback who can take away one side of the field, Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys looks like he's a, a, a true shutdown corner. What does it do to your game plan when you're facing, and you faced a lot of great defensive backs, but they're taking away your best guy and taking like Jarrell Revis used to do this or Dion used to do that. What's that like when you go, I can't go there. Well, it just, it shrinks your game plan. I mean, you, you can go into a game plan and, and have 150 pass calls. And when you have to shut down half the field for 150 of your play calls, especially we, we had a tough time in, in Cincinnati with Chad on because Jarrell Revis would line up on him and he would give us fits. I mean, he was so difficult in one-on-one -on -one press coverage. And the great thing that Darrell Rivas had behind him was Rex Ryan, because he had that defensive front that he could bring pressures from all over the field, so multiple. And he would get in your head as a quarterback knowing, okay, I got to be prepared to throw hot on all of these plays. And then I know I got Rivas over there one-on-one. -on -one. So, I mean, it just shrinks your playbook. You know that on certain plays, when that that shutdown corner that you're referring to is on that side of the field. You need to work that side of the field. Yeah. I just can't imagine where you just go. And I've mentioned of all the positions, if you're a great defensive back, chances are you're not going to be on TV because you're never going in that direction. So we, we would never, you just were told that Darrell Rivas was great. You didn't really, you didn't really see it. Was there anybody else that you, you just went, I got to stay away from his side of the field. I mean, Namdi Asamoah was a great, great corner. He played a ton of man when he was with, uh, with the Oakland Raiders at the time. He would just lock you up, and he was so long and so physical that even if he didn't cover you for the whole time, he was so great at the line of scrimmage, he would reach out and get his hands on you and reroute the receiver so that by the time you did get your eyes over there, you would see Namdi with his hands shoving your receiver almost out of bounds or almost to the ground, so you'd have to get off that read and move on. 
But that guy can be a game record, no doubt. And you're right. I mean, there's not a lot of recognition. There's not a lot of interceptions that take you to the Pro Bowl. You don't get seven, eight, nine, ten interceptions in a year that normally send a guy to the Pro Bowl. That guy normally gets three or four because they only threw at him, you know, a dozen or so times. Yeah, but would you rather worry about Darrell Revis or Ed Reed? Um, Ed Reed had a bigger impact on the game because Ed didn't just cover one receiver. Ed was told to play a certain coverage in his helmet when the play came in, and he would read the offensive play and be in a spot he was never supposed to be in that could totally blow up a play or intercept the ball. So Ed was, you know, I, I loved playing against Ed, and I hated playing against Ed, but he was one of the best to do it for sure. But I'm wondering, you talk about Junior Seau was like that, Troy Palomalu was like that, these guys who sort of – they just go where they feel like they need to go. And you're trying to call a play, and then you're trying to figure out, okay, I got to account for these guys because they're Hall of Famers. How difficult is to is that to do where somebody's unpredictable? Yeah, you, you had to have three reads when you played against the Ed Reed and Troy Polamalos of the world. And most defenses and defensive backs, you had to have two reads. It was a pre-snap and a post-snap read. But then when you played against one of those guys, you had to have a pre-snap read, a post-snap read. So once the ball was in your hands, which way they were going. And then before you threw it, you had to eye them a third time just to make sure they stayed in that spot before you threw it to the other spot. So those were three read defenders for sure. It's hard enough to play the position. You got to factor in all of those things. Yeah, you got to be careful of those ball hawks. Yeah. Hey, great to talk to you as always. We appreciate your time, Carson. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Dan. That's Carson Palmer. His weekly appearance during the NFL season brought to you by our partner, Level Select CBD. Looking for the uh, next level of relief? Visit LevelSelectCBD.com. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? And not a website, but a person, an actual person in your community. That would also do it for free. There is that scenario. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge you. Everything is free. No fee for you to find a job. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. Wide range of opportunities, variety of industries, welding, sales, forklift operator, customer service. The team at Express is ready to help you or somebody you know find their next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or maybe a full-time role, a new one, Turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call or one application with Express Employment will put you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go into your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com. ExpressPros.com. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge the eqs is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come the vehicle is all electric the feeling is all mercedes take a test drive learn more mbusa.com eqs by the way, a lot was made out of uh, the Ravens trying to keep their consecutive game streak of rushing for at least 100 yards. They've been doing it for 43 consecutive games, and uh, they've tied the 1974 through 77 Pittsburgh Steelers for the longest streak of 100-yard rushing games. Now, they had 97 yards left. The Broncos had the ball down 23-7. to Drew Locke threw an uh, interception. Ravens... Uh, passed on a chance to take a knee. Lamar Jackson ran for five yards to extend the streak. And then after the game, John Harbaugh said that it was on him 100% his call. And he said it was one of those things that, you know, he wanted his uh, players to celebrate. And, and then somebody asked Lamar Jackson after the game, and he goes, I, I didn't know what coach was doing. 
And he goes, was this, uh, you know, does it mean a lot to you? He goes, no, the W does, but this doesn't. Like this, this meant something for John Harbaugh, no one else on that team. Because these guys are, you know, it, it, it's like transitional. Like, uh, hey, you were there for, uh, you know, 19 of those 43 games. Hey, you were there for four of those games. How does it feel? Lamar Jackson's like, huh? doesn't mean anything to me. Whereas John Harbaugh saying, yeah, this means a lot to the players. Now, this just means something to John Harbaugh. Imagine if Lamar Jackson got popped on that play for some silly record. But people get up in arms like, I can't believe that's, you know, you're in the victory formation. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like Greg Schiano. Remember a few years back in the victory formation and he blitzed and people, you know, all up in arms over that. It's like, all right, no big deal. Jason in Nebraska, best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Jace. Hey, Danny and the Danettes. Love you guys. Thanks, sir. Um, my best is the Cornhuskers uh, solid win over Northwestern. And sorry, Polly, but we are going to be Iowa. Maybe not this year, but we are going to be Iowa. And my worst is the utter collapse of the New York Mets. I'm not an expert fan, but I would say Keith Baez, Lindor, Pete Alonso, obviously. But I would trade it. It'd be open season on everybody else, including the manager, even one year into it. And even that includes DeGrom and Thor because they're they're Jimmy Garoppolo. They're great, but they can't stay healthy. All right. I suck a deuce. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see who they bring in as their GM. Theo Epstein, I, th- I think you could... Uh, I, that's what I would keep an eye on with the Mets. Uh, Seth in Houston. Hi, Seth. What's on your mind today? Dan, what a tremendous day today has been. Great work today by you and the Danettes. Thank you. Best of the weekend is going to be my Dallas Cowboys looking deep on defense, going up against what was the number one ranked defense in the NFL. The Cowboys ran for 244 yards, which is a tremendous number. My, uh, I also watched the Bucks and Patriots game at the very end. I don't know if you could hear it or if you could read the lips of uh, Bill Belichick, but when he leaned into Tom Brady, you know, Tom said, hey, coach, great game. And Bill just said, Tom, we're on to Houston. How about them Cowboys, Danny? All right, sir. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking at the Cowboys week one. I don't know if this means anything. It did to me. 391 passing yards, 60 yards rushing. Week two, 221 passing yards, 198 rushing. Week three, 220 yards passing, 160 rushing. Week four, 188 passing yards, 245 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got uh, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. I like it. Yeah, McLevin. But doesn't Mike McCarthy famously not go to the run? Remember when he was with Green Bay? Like, no. he can't commit to the run. Will he Will he keep it up? I would if I, if I have those weapons. And, and then you always have the possibility of, you know, Dak play action and, and beating you with those receivers. And, and you got a legitimate tight end, it looks like. Schultz. Um, and you, you got outside speed, got a good offensive line. Sure, why not? Rich in California. Hi, Rich. You doing, Dan? Hi, Rich. I wanted to talk about the, the game last night. Um, there were a couple things that jumped out at me, and especially regarding uh, the, the calls, uh, especially P.I. 
there were at least four or five that were questionable, but on one drive, there were two, maybe three that took the Patriots down to the red zone. But the most egregious non-call was the left tackle of the Patriots jumping and the Bucks defense pointing at him. And I can't believe that the refs didn't see that, and it was a non-call. I don't know, did any of that jump out at you? Because it seemed like the refs were favoring, or well, were actually not favoring the Buccaneers. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, do I – I don't lean into that. It's, it's rare. Those things have a way of evening out. And I, I don't have a rooting interest. I mean, I, I just said I thought the Patriots would win. I thought it was a better storyline if the Patriots won. But it doesn't matter to me. But I, I, do, I don't look at it the way if you're a fan of one or the other where you might look at it and read into it. I, I just don't. This day in sports history, Paul. Just one second. Uh, right. You got the first uh, U.S. Open golf tournament took place in Newport, Rhode Island, Dan, 1895. Horace Rollins won, 19 years old. Mm. First U.S. Open. Uh, first World Series to be played west of St. Louis began in Los Angeles, California in 1959. And in 1987, the NFL owners used replacement players personnel to play games despite a player strike, including like guys like Sean Payton. Yeah, I remember covering that. 2001, Barry Bonds hit his 70th home run of the season to tie Mark McGuire's league record. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, final results of the poll question, McLovin. Okay, which week one loser were we most wrong about? The Packers edge out the Bills. All right. Todd, what'd you learn today? Peter King says somehow both teams won last night in Foxborough, but the big winner last night, like you said, Mac Jones. All right, McLovin. You better drive fast after you get wings in Buffalo on certain occasions. (laughs) Seton O'Connor, what did you learn? What do you call it, an absolute screamer or something? No, absolute. (laughs) Wait, devastation? (laughs) No. Fury? Fury. Fury. Fury, right, right. Uh, I learned that Mac Jones proved you can lose games and still win. Mm. (laughs) He has proved that, in fact. Thank you, Trent. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Incorrect. Mac Jones did. Paulie, what'd you learn? Unleashing the hounds on the interstate. (laughs) What we learned brought to you by the Compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. A lot of fun. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. The all-around support for this program. Jim Nance on the program tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Have a great Monday, everybody. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment, but listening to a podcast like what you're doing now. Yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20 second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle. And then some, so Join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show.